Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the topic of our last episode, Stop Waiting to Turn Your Freedom Vision into Reality. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. And if you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. International bestselling author Michelle Nedelik is an expert in entrepreneurialism and the founder of Awareness Strategies. She's run her own series of companies for over 22 years and for over 15 years has been helping sales reps, entrepreneurs, and executives to continually double their profits and revenues. She not only has what it takes to help her clients build a million-dollar business, but she does it time and time again. Michelle particularly loves to talk about marketing automation, systems integration, and support both on and off of the stage. She teaches the key components of scaling a business, strategy, systems, support, and state of mind, so you know how to continually elevate all four components to build a healthy, striving, thriving business. For the past six years, she's been focusing on helping entrepreneurs bring their businesses online from conceptualization to done-for-you IT automation. She also happens to have a great sense of humor and a love for stilettos. So, Michelle, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm glad to have you. I always ask for my guests to just tell me just a little bit more about yourself and how you got into doing what you're doing. So if you just want to give us like a minute or two, and then we'll get into the questions I have. Awesome. Well, it started up, I was a uh, speaker and we used to do personal development training, teaching people how the mind works and how we create success. And in about 2015 or so, people were asking us for online courses. They wanted video content so that they could consume it at their own time and rate. And as we were looking around at the other <laughs> speakers in the industry, looking to adopt this whole digital world and you know the internet, <laughs> mm -hmm. it figured out that it was here to stay. 
And a lot of them were really having issues with the tech side of things. And because we were going to have to kind of pivot anyways, because personal development was just too general, we needed to hone in on something. I looked at my partner and said, why don't we just start a tech company and done for you? Because clearly there's a need for it. People need this right. so badly. So that's what we did. We pivoted into uh, before pivoting was cool. And you know, <laughs> right. we help uh, people, help businesses up to about 20 million. So from startup to 20 million, uh, getting their tech done for them so that they can focus on what they love to do. Nice. Well, I know we're talking today about automation and how to make things easier, you know, for running our businesses so we can scale. So I would love for you to talk about first, what is the difference between, you know, the marketing and the automation? Absolutely. So marketing per se is a huge <laughs> um, umbrella of how do you get people's attention and from absolutely not knowing who you are to, to walking in the front door and saying hello. And if you run a bricks and mortar company and you're used to the more traditional styles of marketing, that can be things like putting out a sign up front. It can be uh, putting up billboards. It can be putting out advertising in, in print media, direct mail sources. All of those things are still around and still work very well, especially if you have a bricks and mortar company. But then there's this whole added element of digital marketing. And digital marketing is a different animal in that when people are consuming information on their computers, on their widgets and their gadgets, they tend to look for the solutions to their problems and they tend to look for things that they want as opposed to just kind of browsing randomly. And with mm -hmm. Google and its infinite wisdom and honing in on what we want, <laughs> now we don't see those things that we don't want or have no uh, concept of. So it becomes even more important to be able to hone in on your ideal client's ideal journey so that you can find them and they can find you. Right. Well, and we know automation would make things easier for us, more efficient. You know, we can then focus on other parts of our business that we need to do. But I know there's a fear that technology can be expensive and it's going to take, you know, a lot of different pieces to make this all flow. So can you touch on, you know, maybe what someone might need for automation and maybe what the typical costs might be? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of people are in the mode when they're starting out looking for solutions. So they'll go out to their coaches, they'll go out to their network and go, Hey, what do you guys use? And they'll get a ton of suggestions back and they don't have time to research and they don't really know what it is that they're looking at anyways. And so the one with the most emotion tends to win and they buy a whole bunch of software that I love to call Frankenware, where you're <laughs> trying to put the pieces together and, you know, somebody does an update and all of a sudden poor Frank's <laughs> falling apart is losing a limb, losing some eyes. And we have this love-hate relationship with Frank because he's easy, but he's also really sloppy. Mm -hmm. And it's being able to understand what you need as a business in order to make the fundamentals of the business run. So mm -hmm. what we do is recommend you need a WordPress site, first off, because WordPress has the ability to be able to give you business emails, which is hugely important. So you're not sending out Yahoo or worse right. AOL emails. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, it's really easy to set up your emails at your business doc, whatever, and and have you know you can have help, you can have support, you can have a whole team, even though it's just you yourself and you. From an email perspective, and that becomes important. Then we recommend Thrive Architect right now because it's super easy to be able to go in and change pictures and dates and 
and things. It's just really easy. Are there more robust ones that you can do more with? Yes, but it's just easy to be able to go in. And at this point, this is kind of what most business owners need. I just need to change date on that page. Mm -hmm. And then in the back end, we recommend Infusionsoft or what's now called Keep Max Classic. And the reason we recommend it is because it's so robust. It does everything a business needs to get up and started. Mainly it centers your clients as the hub of your um, of your data, which is hugely important because then it means you can have relationships with these people as opposed to just treating them like transactions. When you treat people like they're in, you're in a relationship with them, you can nurture that relationship. You can show them other things. You can get their attention when they want you and when they want more of you, which they do if they've bought something for you and they're interested in you, they want more. So that to us is hugely important. It also has a e-commerce so you can collect money. It has affiliate marketing so you can market to other people's audiences, which is huge and fantastic. It has um, API integrations, meaning that you're getting clean data in from things like QuickBooks. And mm -hmm. as soon as you can start getting clean data in, and just because somebody does an update doesn't mean your whole system blows up, that means that now you have the ability to be able to focus again on running your business as opposed to <laughs> trying to keep Frank happy. Right. Well, I know some people feel that automation is impersonal, right? If you set up, you know, this email, you know, drip that's going to go out or whatever that is, it's like, well, I know that a person's not actually in the middle of all of that, sending that to me. What would you say about that? Yeah, there are definitely ways to make automation more personal than some people are used to. So a lot of people are absolutely focused on their own products and their own services, and they just wanna sell them. And when you look at your communication from your prospects point of view, as opposed to your point of view, it becomes easier to have a conversation with them as opposed to, again, treating them as if there's just something that they want. So everybody's okay. seen the example on Facebook pages where you can start to automate the conversation when somebody says something to you. When you look at it and somebody comes in and they're like, hey, and you're like, hey, here's our hours of operation and you just throw it in their face. It's kind of rude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I get it that the majority of people might be asking for that, but that's not what everybody's asking for. So if your question out first is, hey, thanks for connecting with us. How can we help you? And then they go, oh, I was wondering what your hours of operation are. Then you can give them the hours of operation. Mm -hmm. Then you're in more of a communication um, relationship with a person. You're treating them like they're a person, even though you know that it's, they both know <laughs> that it's a bot and that right. that's just carrying out the conversation. But we want to make sure we get you the information you want when you want it. And it becomes super important in being able to understand that some of your people are going to want information when you're not available right? If they're looking you up at 10 o'clock at night, you're not going to answer your phone because, <laughs> hey, how you doing? How can I, you know, deliver this video to you right away? They just want to be able to go in, pay for it, access the video, watch it at their convenience. And you want to be able to have the systems in place to be able to do that for them. So it's, it's just understanding when people want automation and when they don't. Uh, we've all seen bots on pages. And as long as it says it's a bot, we go, mm -hmm. okay, it's a bot. I don't expect it to have that kind of communication. So right then, it's not that you're lowering people's expectations. It's that you're, you're being open and honest with them to say, hey, this is a bot. We really want to help you find the answers to your questions. And if you really need to talk to somebody, we're available 95 Eastern or whatever the case mm -hmm. might be. And then they know how they can get a hold of you. They know how to have those personal interactions. 
because anything that's repeatable really should be done by a computer because they mm -hmm. do it right every time. Whereas people tend to be a little sloppy and you want to use that sloppiness to your advantage. So that allows them to be creative. It allows them to be spontaneous. It allows you to have customer service conversations with real people that, and that's what people want. They want mm -hmm. to have that kind of customer service, but there's a whole lot that if you, if you take it off their hands, it frees them up to be able to do the things that humans do super well. How do we even know what technology we should be using to add to our websites that will help answer those questions when they come kind of in the middle of the night? Awesome question. And for our clients, we recommend that they don't <laughs> because it can be, it's super confusing. I mean, software at its finest is super confusing. And mm -hmm. then you start to get their marketing on top of it. So they're trying to market to people and say, hey, this is going to be easy. You're going to be able to do all the stuff you want to do on it. And sometimes that's true and sometimes it's not. We want people to back up the bus a little bit. First off, you want to have a strategy for your business. What are you trying to accomplish in the first place? Are people even going to your website? They might not be going mm -hmm. to your website unless you send them there. And they're just going to verify if you're a real human being and they don't really right. want the bots. Um, and, and that applies for small businesses. That can apply for large businesses, right? If somebody's buying a you know, a $50,000 transformer, they're not going to go and <laughs> ask questions mm -hmm. on your bot. They don't care. They just want to verify that the company's been around for a while and they have a half decent website. Now, mm -hmm. when we're working with our clients, we work a little different than most um, marketing agencies in that we want to strategize with you. We want to figure out what is your ideal client's ideal journey? Where is your low lying fruit? Where's your high profitability? Where do you have the most fun working or the easiest for you to be able to deliver with, with your clients and be able to hone in on those products and services so that you're making enough revenue and um, profitability in your company that you can then start to look at, okay, now what else do we want to do and what makes sense? And it's that pairing off of everything else that allows you to focus your attention on what is working and being able to get those engines running. Mm -hmm. We also offer fractional CIO, meaning that you have the brain power of, of Brad, our uh, tech officer, and he's got 40 years experience working with huge companies like IBM, Halliburton, creating software programs for them. So when he looks at a software and the details of it, he doesn't look at the sales and marketing. It goes down to the details where everybody else falls asleep. <laughs> so what does it really do? And will it really do what we need it to do? And that's the kind of resources that you want to have on your side so that you're not banging your head against the wall, trying to figure out the difference between acronyms and you're going back to the dictionary mm -hmm. and looking up what was that thing again and what does it do? That's a complete waste of your time. You want to know where... Right. What's my vision for my company? Where do I want to go? And what's going to get me there the fastest and have a resource that you can just go, hey, can you look at these and see if any of them are useful? Because for mm -hmm. some people, it makes sense to have, you know, just the Facebook Messenger bot on their website. It's good enough. Some people, they're going to pay to have one that's managed by people somewhere. And right. there's a huge difference, a huge reason why you would want one versus the other. Mm -hmm. The other thing we want you to do is have a CMO on your side so that you're not wasting your time on strategies in general, that you know exactly, I'm going to have events, I'm going to have, you know, a challenge leading into that event. <laughs> and being able to know what you're focusing your attention on, because a lot of people are, you know, I don't know if you've ever experienced this when you're like, oh, I should really send out an email. Okay, what am I going to write? And you stare at this blank <laughs> piece of paper going, uh, I don't know what I want to be doing with this. Whereas when you have your game plan for the next year, 
all of a sudden the activities that you're doing, you know that they're on track and they're getting you where you want to go. So you're not having to look at the newest, spiciest kind of software that's out there and going, hey, is this going to be fun to work with? And mm -hmm. we don't care if it's fun to work with. We care if it's going to get you where you want to go in business. And that's the more important decision to be making. Right. So if someone is either just, you know, starting a business, recently started a business, or, you know, maybe they don't really have a lot of this in place and they know that they need to, you know, the idea here was to have easy and scalable, right. You know, <laughs> technology to help with their marketing. So what type of tips would you give to somebody about, you know, what they should be looking for, for their business? You know, obviously if they can afford to go to a company like yours too, and have those people, um, but if they're not quite there yet, like, are there some tips that you can offer for what they could do to get started? Yeah. The biggest thing to me is, is the plan. So a lot of people will go into business and they'll go, Hey, I want to be a coach. Awesome. Okay. What are you going to coach on? I don't know. Okay, great. So where's your aptitude? Is it in relationships? Is it in business? Is it in health? You know, what's, what background do you have that leads towards um, kind of at least knowing more than the kid sitting next to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm totally cool with that because this kid that sitting next to you is going like, I don't get it. Where am I going? What am I doing? And they want you to cheat and go, Hey, come over here. <laughs> Wait, we all do that. So I am totally cool with that. And once you can hone in on that, you know, who kind of the kid next to you is and what it is that they're looking for. You need to put together a plan of where do you want to be? Why are you doing this? Is it to help hundreds of thousands of people? Is it to be able to replace your income and be able to spend time on the beach? Two very, very different goals. And when you look at those goals, the individual that just wants to spend time on the beach, you can have, you know, 10 clients at 10 grand a year. You made your hundred grand. Life is sweet. Like there is no reason to need or want anything more than that. If you don't want mm -hmm. to, that's, Let's just get give yourself permission to do that. And you can run that business on your mm -hmm. phone in a networking event. Like seriously, that's you can totally do that. So no need to complicate anything beyond that. If on the other hand, you're like, hey, I want to impact the world. I want to have thousands of clients. I have this really cool training program. I want to teach people how to do what I do. Now you're going to need systems in place. So now it's not a matter of looking at your finances and where they are right now. It's a matter of figuring out what your year looks like and how do you then create a budget based on what you need to build. And a <laughs> lot of businesses aren't doing that part of it because once you can do that, for example, we had a client that started from zero. She had no list. She had no Facebook. She had nothing. She was doing sales for another company and did it wickedly good. But as far as her business goes, she had nothing. Mm -hmm. So she started from scratch and said, I don't want to do any of the tech. You guys are going to come in. This is what we're going to do. I want to have an event in eight weeks. And this is how we're going to lead up to it. And we went, great. Here's the plan. And we're going to do this again uh, in another six months and again in a year. Awesome. So now we have the plan. We know how much she's going to make at each one of them or an idea uh, anticipating. And then we put the engines in place. So at her first event, she made $40,000 in two weeks, in like basically two months, which was pretty extraordinary, but she had the systems in place. She had the team in place to be able to focus on networking, getting out, talking to people, hey, getting excited and bringing people into this course. And the emails were flowing, the social media was flowing, everything was working towards that. And then within a year, she had her $100,000 weekend, which of course with 
even just those two weekends at 140 grand, she can well afford the systems that she put in place. Mm-hmm. But it takes a wherewithal to be able to see that vision and to and to be willing to put it in place to make it happen. And right. it's scary. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not gonna be terrifying. I totally exactly. get that too. <laughs> well, that's the thing you have to look at. Certain things don't look at it as an expense. It's an investment in your business. And you know, when you get that return, then it's paid for itself, right? And mm-hmm. so that's how to look at it. So I know you mentioned she didn't really have a list to start. Um, what would you say to someone who says, you know, I do really have a small list. I do want to do marketing and that's how I want to get the word out. What would you tell them in terms of how to start developing that list? Absolutely. So one is to get excited about it. So in all marketing, you want to do internal marketing first, meaning that you're marketing to people who already know you, love you, are following you or doing something with you. And that requires a little more engagement on your part. And that's okay, because you want to find out, hey, what are you looking for? What do you get excited about in the morning? What terrifies you? What, what, you know, what are your problems and how can I help solve them? And that requires a conversation with people. And, and if you have a small list, it makes it easy because you just call them. <laughs> hey, do you got some time? Can I bore you for half an hour at some point? Mm-hmm. And, and it becomes just very casual and easy to be able to do. And that is the most valuable marketing that you can possibly do because now you're into the heart and soul of your potential client. They're telling you what your marketing is going to be. They're telling you what their message is going to be. They're telling you everything that you'll need to know in order to be able to grow that business. Once you have those clients, you've run kind of a beta program, you've run some people through it, they've given you feedback, everything's kind of, you're hashing it out with them and they know that and that's totally cool. They're willing to take that uh, that bet with you because they know that they have a vested interest in being able to go, hey, can you help me with this? They get the one-on-one attention, which they love mm-hmm. <laughs> at a lower right. cost, which is awesome. So it's a win-win scenario. Then once you've got that under your belt, then you can go and do external ones. You can start going to them. Hey, do you know anybody that might be interested in this? Or going to affiliate marketing and going, hey, uh, you serve and support a similar market, but we don't do exactly the same thing. Would you mind uh, promoting for this event and they'll pay a commission? Right? Those relationships, those external conversations start happening and you start to exponentially be able to grow your business. Then you start to look at the external marketing of the Facebook ads, Google ads, whatever it might be, the cold traffic, because you don't want to dive into the cold traffic realm without knowing that you have the right messaging, without knowing that you're actually solving the right problems, all those sorts of things, because, you know, the wilds of (laughs) Facebook will take your money and they will eat it quickly. (laughs) Understood. Well, I know we are running short on time. So I do want to ask if you have an offer that you would like to share with our listeners and how can they connect with you? Absolutely. I'd love to give them our website audit. And what it is, is you can go in, you get, just give us your website name and it'll send you back a report. It's about a 30, 40 page report, depending on the size of your website. And it lets you know what your green lights, yellow lights, and red lights are. So when it comes to traffic, Google does control it more than you know. <laughs> and even though you've got your website up, you're sending people to it, it may not be open to the public. Google might say, nope, that's not safe. Uh, we're closing down traffic. So it gives you red lights. You want to change those as quickly as possible and, and make those right. Then there's some that you get a yellow light and says, ah, oh, this isn't exactly what we're looking for on this page. We're looking for this, that, and the other thing. 
So you change it up to this, that, and the other thing, and then you start getting more green lights on your page, which is when Google lets traffic come and, and it's flowing and people can see what you got going on and everybody's excited about it. So with that report, you can, you can implement it yourself. You can take it to your team. At the end of it, uh, it'll ask you if you want to book a discovery call with me. I'll give you a half hour discovery call just to go through it so that you understand what it means and to be able to look at your business and where you want to go, give you some tips and tools to be able to get you where you want to go faster. Um, regardless of where you are in business, absolutely take advantage of that because I love helping entrepreneurs grow uh, no matter where they are in business. So, Perfect. And, and then go ahead and share your strategy. link and your social media again for them to just reach out. Awesome. So they can go to awarenessstrategies.com and there's a button there for the website audit, but it's also slash website dash audit and uh, there's a few other uh, uh what's the word assessments and and surveys and fun things that they can do while they're there perfect all right well thank you michelle for being a guest on my show and sharing your wisdom on this topic i really appreciated your time today thank you i enjoyed being here and to the listener, I want to thank you for tuning in as well. I hope you found this topic interesting and that it answered some of your questions on the easiest and most scalable tech systems to succeed with digital marketing. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Michelle, or you could send us a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you could join us for our next episode, Be Different or Be Dead, The Audacious Unheard of Ways I Took a Startup to a Billion in Sales. And remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and my website is abandp.com. You can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please share our show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform? I'd really appreciate your support. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.